1: Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today. And tell them BMOC sent you. Good times.
0: All right, cue this in 3, 2, 1. Cue BMOC.
1: This week we have a very underrated episode. That seems a little presumptuous since we haven't even recorded yet. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday, Thursday edition. Worldwide Well, it's
2: sports Wednesday Well, it's sports Wednesday
1: It's
2: Wednesday But it's Thursday
1: Alright, sounding good as always that, uh... You know, some technical difficulties tonight. Probably the worst up top in 180 episodes. But that's all right. We'll get through it. That's all right. We've had some challenges on this episode. The up tops are always
2: overrated anyway.
1: They're always. It's just, I kind of hoped that I wouldn't have a lot of editing on this, this one. I cut a lot of d- jokes from the show sheet, and now I feel like I could just put them back in, because I'm going to be cutting this thing together. You'll have plenty of time. All right, folks. My name is Pete Brown. Welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means big stories, right? Details wrong. We're expanding, though. It's the sports doldrums. We're trying out new formats. I uh, don't know what you heard about me, but I'm the mother and BMOC. Oh, That's right. Big man on campus. Like <laughs> Let me uh, introduce these two caustic co-hosts of mine. Oh, First, hey. well, this guy. Caustic. This guy. This guy. He's the host of a brand new podcast called Grumpy Baseball Guy. <laughs> it's a coach. <laughs> basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you coach? I'm doing good. Doing good. Now, are my notes here correct? It says, Grumpy Baseball Guy is available on no platforms, and the only way you can hear it is to follow you to school while you're ranting in your car. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so and the windows have to be down on that
1: certain day. Catch me That's at the favorite, stoplight. Such an old-school, authentic distribution strategy That's right. you've got there. All right, good job, Grumpy Baseball Guy. Oh, man, and this guy. That hey, guy. He's smiling next to me. In silent lucidity, oh. it's the maestro, oh. Brian. Hank. How are you, maestro? Right. I was listening to it a lot uh, this week for some reason. I'm nostalgic. That's
2: good stuff. All
1: right, fellas. Well, uh, we got a show. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of a bastardized, hybridized Frankenstein uh, show. Sheet. We've had a couple weeks off, and uh, I know that raised everyone's expectations. So, prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get through some of this uh, housekeeping stuff. Holy cow. You can follow us on the social media at Sports Wednesday on Instagram and Facebook or over on Twitter at sport Wednesday. Doing well. Doing well over there on the social media. Good follow. And of course, you can buy your Sports Wednesday merch at SportsWednesday.com. Buy it now. Just buy it. All right? We're not even... I'm not even going to sell you on it. Just go buy it. Don't worry about the holidays. Just buy it. What uh? What are you guys drinking, Maestro? You cracked a beer right before we went out. I it?
2: did. This is one of Coach's left behind, old style tall boys,
1: and it's delicious. Mm. Oh, man, fifty cent old style. I Next like how three the innings. Cheap,
2: the cheap aluminum crumples in my fingers. I feel like uh, the, I feel like the Hulk when I'm drinking.
0: Because you're so, you got such strong hands.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and Coach, what are you drinking? I'm I'm two days post the migraine, so I'm drinking nothing but H two O.
1: H2O, and you got to go pick your setup. We're we're on a deadline tonight. We got to bring this show in. That's right. It's got to be toy. toy, toy. It's the it's this is going to be this you, is going to be. A disaster. What are you what, drinking?
2: What are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking. Uh, I got a couple of hams here lined up. <laughs> Jeez, those things never These go are, away. They're the remaining hams from the the long con I called off there. A long con. Uh, that's good. we we need to get you a hams glass. Oh, so this. Uh, this show, fellas, let's, here, here's what I'm saying. We just got to get back into the swing of it with this show, because next week it's is our thing. March Madness preview episode, typically our highest-rated show of the whole year, several hundred million uh, downloads <laughs> on that episode <laughs> alone. So very excited. I know we've got big, huge plans for it. So let's just uh, work the rust off this week, and next week we're in. So what I'm saying to you listeners is put up with us this week, because next week's show is going to be going to be something. All right. I want to check with you guys about the March Madness uh, pool. Okay. Yeah. So uh, just because I have messed it up so many times. And and if I'm not mistaken, like last year, Tal Sean ended up coming in 17th place and he won because of uh, how it was set up. So I set one up today. And, and the question I have is, so I now know you can only put one pool in there. So the Good. people who kept like – and I also said, uh, once the first game starts, your pool is locked for the rest of the tournament. Good. I had done that before. Uh, now, no pool hopping. The question is, do I make it public or private? If it's private, we have to give out a code for people to join it. If it's public, they can just kind of search Sports Wednesday 2022 on ESPN.com and join it. Hmm. That's a great
0: question. I mean, do we want to have five hundred thousand people in it, or just one hundred and seventy-five thousand?
1: I say let's make it public, and then you know, if if people don't reach out to get their shirt if they happen to win, then they uh, they are going to have lose their shirt. I like That's that. Makes sense. So I'm saying another seventeenth place could be good enough to win. That's right. Yeah. And uh, and if you're not a long time listener, last year when we did the pool. Places 1 through 16 were either the three of us not eligible for prizes or random people who joined our pool and then did not reach out when we're like, reach out so we can send you a shirt. So therefore, the winner was Tall Sean with 17th place. All right. (laughs) Holy smokes. Let's get into the show. Looks like we're doing hot takes. That seems very classic. This will be great. And coach, I know you did the bulk of the work on the show. She was glad to see Ohio University on there because we have been on a losing streak. I think probably the last time we did a live show, I was saying, "Oh, we got five games left. We'll win them all and be twenty-seven and three That has not happened. What's going on with the Ohio Bobcats?
0: Um, yeah, I don't. I, I think they're just kind of a, a product of of being pretty good, but um, they're missing a lot of pieces that that would allow them to make any well, I, let's just put it this way. Our dreams of being in in your garage again with my shirt coming off and then possibly beating Virginia it's just not gonna happen. Um, they rely too much on two players, which is Sears and the Big Cheese, who you know, we adore, but the last four or five games, every team has absolutely exploited the fact that they don't have a third option. And Bowles, whom I love. That's a coach. That Jeff Bowles is, you know, I'm I I think he's a great guy and he's done a great job. And I think he is a good coach, but I'd say the the majority of the losses they've had, they he's scrambling with lineups that don't have any cohesiveness. He's he's letting players like Sears run three or four offensive uh, sets, but no passing and he's forcing it and he's getting nothing. And there's no, no, uh, ingenuity. There's nothing different going on with their offense. It's just like, let's keep trying the same thing and run into this wall and see if the wall breaks and it never does. And if you watch the video, I think a good coaches are exploiting that. So OU is unless they come out with something they've been saving all year, their season, it, it could end tomorrow night.
2: So the other Mac teams just have their number right now.
0: Yeah, I just I just feel like and and with that, I mean if if the Mac teams have their number.
1: Yeah. That Toledo game, which we went to and we lost. Correct. It was almost like at that point all the other coaches in the Mac went, Oh, this is how you like yes. even Bowling Green beat us, right? Yeah. So we play uh tomorrow, which is actually tonight for everyone listening to this on Thursday, six thirty Eastern against Ball State. We are eight and a half point favorites. Um, but we, we have lost four out of our last five. That's not.
0: And I, they, they probably will come out tomorrow night or tonight, so to speak. And I, I bet you they'll win that game. But if they sure. see the likes of uh, Toledo, Kent State, or Buffalo in, in, yeah, any in the second round, they're in big trouble. Big trouble. Even Akron, to be Even honest. Even Akron. Oh, my God. Akron is. All those teams are. are Very good. Who knows?
1: They could catch fire. We could get a little magic. That's all it takes. Let's go, Bobcats. Okay, this also says in there, OSU. What is that? That would
0: be the uh, the uh, Ohio State, the Ohio State University, OSU. So they're they're kind of falling under the same same boat where they don't really they have some really good players on that team, um, but they've got a lot of injuries. Uh, and their their biggest problem is they don't close out games they they'll they'll be winning games by 10 12 points um have a nice lead and then that that back end of that second half it's it's pucker up time and they do not um answer the bell at the end and i don't know if that's coaching or they're also lacking there's there's also some issues with that team where i think Holtman is a little too loyal to seniors and he keeps putting them out there and I think it's a mistake, but you know, who am I? I'm not getting paid 5 million a year, but they're, they're problematic. I
2: I mean, they've, they've beaten some of the best teams and they've lost
1: to the worst team. Lost to Michigan. Very bizarre. Yeah. And that
0: Michigan, that Michigan game was at home without their best player and without their coach. Now I'd see your night and Jawan Howard wasn't there to punch anyone. Right. He couldn't knock anybody out. So like, you know, it's, and they had a lead in that game. Like they they were winning that game, uh, and it looked like they could they were going to turn the corner. But they got cold. They got predictable, and uh, and Michigan took advantage. So I mean, both those teams. If I'm a betting man, here's what I would say: mm-hmm. OU will win one game, probably be one and done. And then Ohio State, obviously, they're going to make the tournament, but uh, they're going to be like a seven ten or, mm. and that nobody wants to be a seven ten, and, and,
1: uh, okay. And, and in both cases, you are, are kind of pointing the finger at coaching a, a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, Ohio state, I mean, here's you, the thing you have EJ, Lydell,
0: you have EJ, EJ Lidell, you should be better than you are. You should be able, you should have 23 wins at this point.
1: They got uh, Ohio U does. They got
0: 24.
1: Uh, yeah, Greg yeah. Oden. How's he doing, Greg Oden? He's doing great. <laughs> we just need Lefty to catch fire for the Bobcats. And right, we'll but you know, he doesn't,
0: play, he doesn't play
1: much. He is on the outs. So I don't know yeah. what the deal is. All right. So you are predicting a, a dark,
0: dark future for,
1: for yes. Ohio basketball we need college to, teams. We need to find another <laughs> so,
0: team. That's what I'm saying. Let's go Dayton.
1: Meister, you got anything to say about either of these teams? I know you've watched quite a bit.
0: I haven't. I mean, I've, I've
2: watched. I I would like to watch Ohio State, but every time I put them on, they start to lose. And so I just. Yeah. Shut it off. <laughs> I haven't followed the Bobcats like you guys have. I just kind of follow your thread.
1: That's right. And coach, you're uh, you're coaching now, right? You're coaching baseball. Yes, right? I am. I got you. So, so that's 630 game. You're not going to cancel practice to watch at BW. I'll be home by then, though. Oh, well, let's uh, let's turn that out there. I, uh, no, I like
0: nice I like sports. that idea a lot.
1: Is that tomorrow? So, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So your show seat said anything else. And I thought this is a good place where I could slip in a, a little update about the uh, fan control football league, the Wild Aces. Oh, yeah. Ooh. We're hard owners. Uh, yes, we are. Yeah. Have you guys checked in at all with what's going on? I, I haven't. I feel like a, an absentee owner. Okay, so here here's the problem. And and you'll see why. Cause first of all, uh to remind everybody, we did an Indiegogo, a bunch of people donated money and we bought a share of the fan controlled football team, the FCF Wild Aces, who won the championship last year. And uh, and I have been meaning to like uh send Maestro some information and say, could you design a little certificate that we could just print out and give to the people who donate so and feels like they have something to show for their their team? Oh yeah, we <laughs> should do that. So so that's on the list. <laughs> but here's the thing. I went today, and I'm looking. And it, it, first of all, fan control football, it's like half been overtaken by NFT sales. So I'm not sure what's going on there what? on the website. It's very confusing. And there's going to be eight teams. Okay. And I'm looking, and I'm like, where are the FCF Wild Aces? So apparently, the two original main owners sold out. And a internet comedian named Drewski <laughs> is the new main owner and he, and they decided we need to change the team name because Wild Aces was those old guys name and so uh, I got real excited they're like submit some new team names and then submit designs and oh. all the fans will vote I'm like this is amazing we've got the most right and this yeah. uh, I saw this today and I'm like oh and this this, this was announced just a week ago on March 2nd only a week seven days ago <laughs> and I went and looked and I'm like okay uh, we're going to name the team Oh, they are they, I don't even know they listened to any suggestions. They named the team the should have been stars.
2: Oh, my,
1: oh God. my God. And I'm like, well, maybe at least we have time to design a cool logo. I look at, no. They're like, here's 20 logos fans sent in. Go ahead and vote on them. So things are looking bad for our investment. Oh, uh, the should have been aces. They're all I know about Drew, there's not even the should have been aces. The should have been stars. Oh, man. And, here is the whole bio of our new lead owner, Drewski, Atlanta native who got kicked off his high school football team for talking too much shit. Luckily, that's not a problem in FCF. <laughs> so I don't know. I uh, I'm just telling fellow owners out there. I think we'll still make the certificates, but that's going to be the extent of our. Did I tell you guys too that you know I bought I bought that share in the team? I had to go through this little prize. It's not easy to buy a share, a stack, or whatever. Uh, but I bought it in the name of my company, which produces this show, Blue Monkey Communications, and that like probably cost me five times the amount in tax complications. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah you, you were telling I, us you're like, what is this football team that you bought? And I'm like, I didn't buy the whole team, just a part of it. So. So that's what's going on. The FCF Wild Aces are now the Should Have Been Stars. Drewski is our new fearless leader. And uh, I was going to say, Meister. I want to say get you on the website to at least look at the designs. They're all pretty terrible,
2: I think. Ugh, I'll take a look at it tomorrow. Drewski, I got to check out on him. Should Have Been Stars?
1: Should Have Been Stars. Should Have Been Stars.
2: Is that like a play on like lyrics? I feel like there's... There's a I song. I think so, like, we should have been stars. We could have been somebody. Yeah, there's. I feel like there's a... Is it chili
0: peppers?
1: I don't know. There's so here are so the Glacier Boys are back, the Beasts are back, the Zappers are back. The new teams appear to be the Kingpins, mm-hmm. the Bored Ape FC, oh the Knights God. of Degan, and the number eight. What? Eight zero KI. I don't know. I feel like this is like cooler baller stuff that I don't understand. <laughs> Skater boys <laughs> really
2: bad. Skater boys.
1: We are the lamest owners in the uh, fan <laughs> oh, control man. football league. Wow. All right. All right, Wild Aces. We hardly knew you. Who knows? It should did. have been to start. Maybe it'll take off. All right, uh, let's get out of this. Let's get to this main uh the, the main part of this show, Maestro. <sighs> Nice. All right, Coach. Why don't you set this up for us?
0: Yeah. So we were. um, I don't know what we were. We were riffing about Maestro. Candy bars. Candy bars. That's right. Mm -hmm. And the whole. It was all three of us, and you were talking about underrated candy bars, and of course that started a quite a quagmire. But so I thought, well, if we are going to talk about one thing being underrated, we should talk about a lot of things being underrated. But it really got me thinking. First um, because my whole problem was when you guys were asking me what what candy bar was underrated I don't I don't know what what counts for underrated so um, I thought we'd do a bit on underrated and yeah. before we even dive Unrated. in, I want to know what 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 you guys considered. Like the the qualifications for something being underrated because it's very interesting what other people
2: say. It, and- it is. I I've been thinking a lot about it actually, and you know, because it's not really it's not really the opposite of overrated. I mean, I guess if you were to think of it that way, yes. But I think underrated's got a little bit more nuance to it.
0: I think you so know, because too.
2: Because it, it might be something that's underrated. There's different rationale for why something's over- underrated versus overrated. That makes
1: sense. I was, yeah, I always feel like underrated is like you're saying. Someone does a really solid job, and they do like the not flashy stuff, but they do it really well, mm-hmm. and you don't notice because they're doing it so well. You know, like how people always say Maestro is an underrated podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> Who's saying that? <laughs> Just like fifty thousand of our listeners out of the at least 000? smiling next to me. All right. So, Coach, so we have some. I mean, what's your take on underrated? Do you have a definition?
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, for me, like, usually underrated means it's something that's kind of like nobody really knows about and it's been kind of hidden. And then you kind of bring it out and it's in the same category as something, but you're like, oh, this is something people should pay
1: attention to. Hmm. So, for you, it's more like cool bands you liked before anyone else. (laughs) Very much so. Okay. But it's interesting,
2: though, because we have categories here. And I think underrated for each category means something different because if you think about, yep, if you think, I think about an, right, if, if you think about an underrated TV show, that's just something that maybe didn't get the marketing muscle behind it. Because if you think any TV show or movie has got thousands of people behind the scenes working on it, you've got millions of dollars at stake. That's a little different than maybe a you know a board game or a sporting situation just because all that stuff just has different muscle behind it. So I don't yeah. know. I think that's why I'm curious to see what everybody's uh, different selection is.
1: All right, coach kick us off underrated in sports. What do you got more obscure? The better. <laughs> well, I, I,
0: I kind of struggled on this one, even though I made up the category um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. at first I was thinking directly in sports. Um, meaning like an aspect of sports. I I didn't, I mean, I don't really didn't want to do something boring, like who's the most underrated player in some dumb sport. So I didn't do that. And then I was going to do something else and I didn't do that. And my underrated for sports is kind of off the beaten path. To me, one of the most underrated things in sports is the free ticket. And, and to me, I don't think, I just, I think it's such a joy when, when You're given and you get and you're a part of that free ticket to whatever sporting event. It doesn't even have to be one that you really care about. But when you get that ticket and you get to go to that sporting event, to me, it makes any of those sporting events a thousand times better. That's why I always say that the free ticket, way underrated.
2: That's such a lonely thing to say.
0: It is. You are coming you- from the king of the free ticket. and I'm actually, I've rest. actually got, I've actually got a line that I might get another free ticket to something really good that I'm kind of sitting in the in the wings for, if yeah. it happens. <gasps> this is the sporting that's gonna event that's going to be so underrated. It's a sporting event, yeah. Nice. Is it F one? Oh, I wish. Yeah, it's it's um. What's it's the night- over ten? What's the, the nice? Ra- what's the night race we always want to go to?
1: Oh, uh, Singapore with Singapore tickets <laughs> and flights. All righty. What about you, Meister? What was your underrated sports? I, You
2: know, I thought a lot about this, too. I, I I struggled with sports as well because you can't really say an underrated quarterback because if you're a quarterback in the NFL, there's nothing underrated about you. You have been under the microscope. You have been practicing your whole life. I don't know. I, I just don't think there's anybody that's sliding under the radar if you think about like football or anything like that. So I, I went towards something different. Um, and I don't want this to sound. I hope this doesn't come off wrong because I don't want it to be, especially after we're right on the heels of International Women's Day.
1: Uh, here we go. Hang on. Twenty-two <laughs> thirty-nine. All right. Here we go. I,
2: what I want to say is, what's underrated is is women's sports. Like oh, for sure. Like women's uh, EPL. I've been watching some of those games, Um, and I think they're fantastic. I actually like them as much as the the men. Maybe even more. They don't flop. Oh, they play. They play solid. I I just feel like I don't know. There's just something underrated about women's sports. And I think I'm almost surprised. Like, I know that. um, um, You know, I I think women's basketball has gotten pretty popular. Obviously, women's soccer has gotten very popular. But um, I'm thinking if if you were to be watching more women's sports, you would probably be like, you know what? This is actually better than men's sports. So that's that's my take.
1: Under well, I I think that's fair, and I think you you put it. I don't even think I have to edit that, Maestro. So good job there. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I make a habit of watching the women's final four when it's on. It's great. I I really enjoy it, and uh, those teams are so good. They're top four always superly evenly matched, so there's no blowouts, and it's good stuff. Yeah, the the women's uh, national team going to be playing a friendly here in Columbus. Just got announced today. Nice. Mm. At Crew Stadium? Playing a friendly against Kazakhstan, which I know you're a huge fan of. Coach. Huge.
0: Love Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan's
1: women's soccer team oh, is like your it's passion.
0: The, it is my passion. I follow Are them. Kosex. Are they playing at Crew the Stadium? Kazakhs.
1: Yeah. At, uh, well, at it's lower.com field. <laughs> the Death Star? Crew Stadium is now that decrepit metal structure. Off oh, no. uh Historic. It's a historic. Historic.
0: You. Don't you take it's, away its historic. It's really
2: not decrepit. It's actually in pretty good shape. And it's yeah, in great you, shape, people. And you should like, see the facilities that the crew built next to it. It's, it's pretty yeah. amazing.
1: Yeah. So my underrated thing is historic Crew Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so much better than what I was, God away. damn it. You should have just played into it. You. It, I'll, I'll be honest, it didn't look like much from the outside, but it was a great place to watch a game, especially if you're on the shady side. <laughs> that was about the only place. Yeah, if you're on the shady side, it great. was a delightful experience. You get Tyler, in the sun, get I, still, delightful.
0: <laughs> I still feel the heat from being in the sun.
1: Yeah. So, all right, good times. All right, let's move on to television or movies because I don't want to go on for 40 minutes about Roger Maris. Oh, I knew it. I knew he'd fight...
0: He would show his head. Is that is that totally, what your pick
1: was? Yeah, totally underrated. All people do is hang that 61 home runs around. I know, and he was like, a great like, ball player. Great ball player, two-time MVP, gold glove winner. Um could actually run, just nobody stole bases back in the day. And uh, you know, he's not in the Hall of Fame. I know people get involved in the numbers game and he only played 12 years. He had some injuries, but uh, I think he was a great ball player, great uh, Croatian American. Uh played for Cleveland. We traded him away because we had so many good outfielders. That's uh, Roger That's Memphis. a good one. Roger I, I, I'm going to give you that. That's a really good one. Good for you. And, you know, people were like, oh, well, you know, McGuire, Sosa, and Bonds, they all hit more home runs in a season than him, but it was juiced. And none of those guys are in the Hall of Fame because of juicing. He's not in the Hall of Fame. That, 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 cause, it's a joke. Yeah. So All right, let's, let's. I'm interested in this next one. We have TV show or movie. TV show or movie. Let's go to Maestro. Ooh, I'm going to get one
2: of each, and I'm not going to spend. Oh, you did double. You did the double have, trouble I have, because I wasn't sure which Underrated one I like.
0: TV show double
2: trouble. Um, so my TV show <laughs> is going to be.
1: It better not be. <laughs> I really think double trouble was appropriately. <laughs> <coach>. <laughs> yes. Uh, go my,
2: ahead. My my. Uh, Underrated TV show is Orphan Black.
0: Oh, it's a great show.
2: So it was a show. It was on BBC America. I think it yep. was shot in Canada. Um, yes. The uh, actress, which I can't pronounce her name. I would, would do it justice. But she Tatiana played, something. Yeah, Tatiana. Um, Savanti. But she played like numerous characters they were all clones and she did an awesome job it was just a good show i mean the first few seasons were good the rest of that show wasn't great but anyway that's my show uh my movie uh uh-huh, uh uh-huh, uh uh-huh. which may may not really be considered underrated since it did make some money but um i think Jurassic in the, <laughs> it's it's constantine it's the keanu reeves movie constantine ah oh, i like that movie which is yeah, based yeah, on a comic great. book but like it's one of those movies you know, if you think about Keanu Reeves movies, it's not probably one that comes to mind. But I swear to God, every time that that movie is on, I watch it.
1: It's Oh, awesome I'm movie. always stuck on that one. Nice. Nice. Coach, what do you got? Okay, so I didn't do both, but if I had to do both. It's cool. That's um, cool. Do you follow directions, you
0: mean? I know. So uh, if there's time, which we won't, but I, I do have a TV show nice. that I was going to do, but I did a movie instead. But I did a movie because Maestro's been deep diving into these war movies. Uh-huh. And uh I have one for him that it's 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 one of my absolute all time favorites. I don't know if it's underrated because I don't know how many people actually watched it, but it's a, a Mel Gibson film, don't say Lethal Weapon, Don't Say Braveheart. Um where Passion he, of the Christ. Heaven and no. something? Is it Heaven? <laughs> no, it's oh, it's Gallipoli. Have you guys ever seen Gallipoli?
2: Oh, that's one of his early movies.
0: Oh, it's from like, like 81. his first... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, one it's one a war movie, movie where he him and another guy are they're actually like Olympic level sprinters or they're whatever. And then they both volunteer and they're, they're on the front lines, uh, in Gallipoli and, uh, it's really good. It's nice. really good. So Gallipoli, it's one of my favorites. It's before, um, before Mel Gibson was an asshole.
1: So before, he, he shot that whole thing in his backyard before yeah. road before Red warrior, right? Red it Red was, warrior. it was
0: actually road warrior. And, uh, so, um, Mad Max was shot the year before or two years before. And then road warrior and Gallipoli came out the same year.
1: Nice. What, uh, what's your TV show coach
0: TV show would be the adventures of, uh, God, I think it's Briscoe. Um, shit. It's the one with, uh, um, I'm totally bombing this cause my head is, I have a fog. Bruce Campbell's yeah. in it. Yeah. So Bruce Campbell from evil dead. It needs a Western. Yeah. Um, it's one season, but it's like twenty. 20- What's that? Bonanza. No, um, it's one season and it's like twenty some episodes. But if you like Bruce Campbell, which I love him, I think he's uh, he's enjoyable. Just reading the back of a cereal box. Um, yeah. It's it's actually pretty good. It's it's kind of campy, but um, it's 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 good. It's 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 in the same vein as. Um,
1: the movies, the Evil Dead movies and stuff. So, uh, The Adventures of Briscoe Adams, I think it is. Nice. So, to your uh, your post migraine brain is like mom brain. It's, it's like you have like two days of mom brain. It's after three days at least. Like, yeah, I'm. I don't know which yeah. ways up and which ways down. So, all right, hang in there, guys. Hang I'm trying. So, all right. So, I picked a, a couple as well. This was uh, underrated. A good a good category for me. I had lots of ideas. So, I know you guys. Uh, you know that. In the world of comic books, I'm a DC guy, which yes. makes sets me apart. Uh, particularly uh, with with Breakdancer who always wants to ask me why. But but like when I was a kid and I watched the Super Friends, it was it was like mind blowing seeing my comics like moving in in a show. I think DC's animated universe is pretty good, um, pretty compelling movies and series in there. And I even I put in there Justice League Unlimited, which. Was like two or three seasons in the early two thousands, but it was literally every hero from the DC universe in there, and the stories are snappily written and quite funny. So uh, I'm I'm recommending animated DC universe films as underrated. All right, I now did it.
0: you did you ever watch the Batman film, the Batman series from the uh, early Batman 90s- the animated series? Yes. What did you? Yeah. think? Because I thought that, I loved that series. I yeah. thought that was fantastic, and I know the movies you're yeah. talking about. Because there's um, there's there's several Batman ones that are out there the yeah. the one with the with the owls or uh, yeah, yeah 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 so there those those actually are those animated films are top
1: notch. There's a there's actually one with Kotas team you should check out. That's that's pretty good. Is that yeah. with the, they, that's the Batman, Justice Batman, League Dark. That's right, Justice League Dark is what it's called. They've gotten progressively darker, but yes. they put them out like two a year. You never hear about them. You just they suddenly show up. So So that's uh that's that's probably what that's I would a say. Good one. Probably, you know, I don't actually read a lot of comic books anymore. So I'd probably say I'm a bigger fan of the DC animated universe than I am of the comics. So It's good stuff. Noise. You guys uh, do you, you know what my my all-time favorite movie is? I I, I would say it's underrated just because it hasn't won every fucking award because I think it's the perfect fucking movie. Um, Yentl? <laughs> exactly. No, yes. It's the last picture show. Yes. Uh, uh, the director just died, Peter Bogdanovich. Is 1971. It's black and white. Man, it, and I just watched it last year during the pandemic. I'm like, it's still so fucking good. I just, uh, writing, acting, you know, it is maybe uh, aimed more at, you know, uh, white, white, young males when I first saw it. And, I, and so there's that nostalgic feeling, but man, that, that I just, I've never seen a movie end as strongly a, as that film. And it just, it gets me every time. It, it's, it's a great film. Last it's been picture, a long sure. time since I've
2: seen that
0: one. I have to check uh, me out. too. I, I thought you were going to go another way. I would have bet donuts to dollars. You were going to pick a different movie. I, I, well, you
1: know, I, I, I have there's one know, in my head I,
0: that I thought you were going to pick. It's, it's from we
1: talked about. We talked about Mash last time, and I haven't seen the Mash movie since the late '90s, but I remember loving it, and uh, it's been in, like when it came up on the show last time for some reason. We're talking about the song "Suicide Is Painless," yeah, and um, since then, I like I've been, just been thinking about it all the time, and I remember huge chunks of that movie in great detail. Oh yeah, and it. I actually thought you were going to pick
0: Fandango, mm. and I, I didn't know where that sits in your lore. But that's a movie that's way under the radar. Um, yeah. And it's, got, it's, does it's that have
2: that has uh, Mel Gibson in it too, right? Or no, it's got uh, Kevin Costner.
0: Costner. Kevin Costner yeah. in it. Um, Kevin
2: Costner. But, it's, but it's like it's like Gallipoli is for Mel Gibson. They're like young
1: guys, way young kind of guys, their, yeah, like, early movie for them. Yeah, yeah. I thought he might say that. Like, it, that like, does like. like that holds a like a a place in my heart for the time in my life when I watched it.
0: Right. It doesn't. It's not going to sit. The, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like if I watched it again, I think I'd love it because I'd be remembering being twenty and watching it. Whereas Last Picture Show, just like it, it just gets me right. I'm not yes. having to remember. Yeah, that's, it's, a, that, it's. I think that's it's something. timeless. So. I thought I was
2: thinking it for some reason. I don't know why that the Pete was going to say like Diner.
0: I had diners.
1: That from <laughs> the same diner and Fandango. At right? oh, the same time, that's all
0: he watched. But I, I watched I, them I, with him several yeah. times.
1: But a, I probably could do every line from both of those movies. Oh like, yeah. But on, on a side, on a side note, it. I don't know if you guys ever
2: watched Comiskey Method. Did you guys ever watch that? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. Did you see that scene where? Um, oh shit! And I can't remember his name. The actor that's with that Douglas, was, right? Yeah, with yeah. Douglas, but like um Paul Reiser was Paul Riser in huge was in Comiskey Me- method, but he was in Diner. And yeah. they're yes. sitting in his house like as a scene in, in Comiskey method, they're they're watching Diner. And that's hilarious. And he's commenting on Paul Reiser's character. Uh, I thought yeah. that was freaking hilarious. But
1: anyway. Side note. Yeah, Diner was when we'd all watch him. We're like, yeah, 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 here's who you are. Here's who you are. Yes. But then there's like in, in Fandango, there's there's the five of them are the Groovers and the one guy's passed out the whole movie, Lester. Yes. And so he wakes up the fifth. The fifth Groover. Yes. Yeah, this is this is going deep. Uh, so I, I was like, who the hell was that guy? Did he have a career movie? No, he was just, you know, he knew uh I can't even remember my who the director was, but he's he was well known at the University of Texas. And uh so that's the only movie he's in, and now he's a chiropractor in Houston. <laughs> Like, I've always thought it'd be great. Like, if I had like unlimited funds, I'd be like, let's go road trip to Houston, <laughs> get our backs cracked by Lester Griffin, the fifth Groover. All nice. right, that was good. That was good, good times. Yeah. Board games, I cannot wait to hear what you have to say because I know one is basketball themed and it's pretty damn good. Oh,
0: we could do the whole show on that. We could.
1: I'm what, not what'd even, you put I, don't, board
0: games?
2: I don't want to be the first guy because I'm not a board game guy. So. All right, I, I can be the yeah. first
0: guy. Because yeah. this one yeah, came to mind immediately. And it's not – it's it's it falls – see, this is where the underrated were. Don't do this it. To this my, better not be what the film. Don't do, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's that goddamn piece of shit baseball game that we played that was so dumb. <laughs> ninth inning. Ninth inning. Fuck, ninth inning. Anyway, um, no, it was a game that I played when I was younger. And I was uh, – it, it falls under the category of I don't think many people remember it. i hoping one of you two do but uh, it was a game called inner circle did you yeah, does this yeah. bring any bells okay uh-huh. and i and i remember vividly the commercials because back then they had commercials for board games cuz they just did and must've been saturday morning or whatever and it's like this octagon shaped board that has these other cardboard layers so there were like maybe 8 layers and each layer yeah. had like 6 holes in it the next one had 5 four, three, two. And you had to move your pieces to get into the holes. And then you took the layers off and then your other p- your your piece would then be on the next layer. And then you'd have to play around that board and you're basically trying to survive. It was a simple yeah. game. Kind of reminded me of a similar kind of like concept D- as like Othello or whatever. And uh staying alive. Yeah. And I played that game forever. And um I don't know why. I, I just thought that was such a cool game. And it was such a simple yeah. game. And you know how we like games that you can learn in five minutes and play a game in yep, 15. Yep, um, yep. This this falls right into that wheelhouse. Uh, it was super yeah. compact. The pieces, you didn't lose them. I mean, because you always lose all the pieces.
1: Um, yep. I had that game forever. It was awesome. Inner Circle. We'll, we'll check it out. I'll tell you what. You guys saw when we went to that flea market. Board, classic board games are hot right now oh, and overpriced, right? But I think overpriced. it's like we're all longing for that feeling of playing them. I, I would just say all classic board games right now feel underrated to me because fire up emergency or fire up the strategy game. I'm all in, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm all in on that too. Although I picked Space Team. We played that on Vacation Coach. That's a newer game. Yes. Card-based game. But again – Takes thirty seconds to it's explain so it. Easy. A huge group can play. Super fun. Super simple. I wish I had come up with it. Space what, team. Space team. It's good. Mm-hmm.
2: So you guys are so, you're way way more uh, knowledgeable of uh, board games.
1: And uh, for those of you who can't hear Maestro because he's not. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry I wasn't talking. About
2: <laughs> no, you guys, you guys are you're much more in tune with your board game uh, lifestyle. So what do what you put for board games? Anything, Maestro? So I did. So I mean. I have two because I I'm more like a main like if you if you think about candy bars and how coach Thank and I you. talk deeply about candy bars, I'm not yes. I'm not that in board games. So my my level of my depth of knowledge, I can only talk about the big ones like the three yeah. Marketeers. That's good that though. Board. But um so when I was looking, I was thinking about the games, it's just the ones that came to mind to me right off the bat were ones from my youth. And if you think about like playing life and clue and monopoly. Yeah. Those are like yep. the big ones, right? But what was the one that like I, I really always enjoyed and it always drove me crazy? And that's like my old school game is um is um oh shit I can't remember what Say it's called. It. I lost my uh my train of thought. Land. oh stay alive lighters. stay alive the marble yeah I love that. With the marbles. With the marbles yeah we had that. I wish that we still had it, although we did always lose marbles. But you can always get other marbles, right? Yeah, you, you can, can always them find marbles. your marbles. You can but, lose um, them. You can't always find them. But I will say, honestly, the one that came to mind to me first, and it was because I I, I played it a million times when my boys were little, and I always enjoyed it, is shoots and Ladders.
1: Yeah, I don't Chutes
2: know if that's – I mean, that's a mainstream game, but like – it's, it gets you every time. You you, <laughs> you're does. like, I'm going to win this. I'm totally going to win. I nope. just went all the way back yep. to the bottom. I love that. Love it.
1: Yeah. Parcheesi, same thing. Parcheesi, yep. you can play with two people. You know, It's the royal game of India, as we all know. Uh, I wonder if you went to India and you're like, do you guys want to play Parcheesi? Like, oh oh be my like, God, what, no. What, what are you talking about? Some marketer at Parker Brothers in the 70s. We hate that hour. game. So, yeah, uh board games uh yeah, I definitely had just... under- to Did either of you guys play Dark Tower yes. when you were a kid? Yes. They had so the Tower, had a right? So I was it right. Yeah, I had that cool tower. Oh, I was going to
0: talk it. about all this stuff too cuz go ahead. I'm with but you. But I
1: I I haven't played it since then, but I want to play it
0: again cuz I was so That's into It's the one that it was dead a battery in it and it was like autom- yep. like it had stuff in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my theory on that do, that this this is the this is the mouse trap theory. Like yep. that game, everybody wanted it. And the one kid that had it, they played it once and never played it again because it never worked right. There was yeah. also this other game. Did you ever play this game where you were a bombardier and you had this little hole and there was a circle yes. thing and you would drop the marble and try to drop yes. it? It was like, yes. oh my God, a friend of mine had that. And he's like, I hate that game. Shh. I would play that by myself Shh. in his basement when he was upstairs. Yeah. I loved that yeah. game so much.
1: I had this uh, just the, this helicopter that flew around oh. on like a wire, and you would like pick people raise up and lower it. Yes.
0: Yeah, oh my god! I played that game. Too.
1: <laughs> helicopter rescue. Yes. I'd um. buy. It, I'd buy it today for myself. So oh. All right, we're we're getting longer in the we went into now. the we went the into cards. the damn
0: weeds. I'm sorry.
1: I'll tell you what, guys. Let, we're going to skip uh, the next two bits to save time. and We'll go lots of the weeks after this, but I want to hear what your wild card underrated things were. Not <laughs> so dumb. Oh uh, my my list is a mile long, so mine's dumb. I have one thing and it's just dumb. All right, coach, you do your one. Maestro, you pick three because I've got three. Oh my god.
2: I've got three too, but I think they could be really fast.
0: Mine mine is just dumb because it, I think I was historic uh, cruise stadium. Yes. Um, because I think I was hungry at the time when I was thinking of it. Mm-hmm. And my 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 underrated is like when you go to a restaurant, or when I go to a restaurant. There are so many things that I pass over that I want nothing to do with. Like take that steak and stick it up your ass. Um, lobster, bullshit. Um, I'll usually look maybe for um, maybe a good piece of fish. Oh but God. the thing I never look at is like chicken, you know, is, chicken is bullshit because it's just for the people that work out. Let me finish. Let me finish. Oh, here we go. Okay. But what is so underrated is the just the beautifully cut, grilled pork chop i love a pork chop and like it just sits there and like it's like a throwaway item on some it's like the, some it's menu. The other it's the other white meat it is the other white <laughs> meat but it's damn better than the other white meat pork that everybody loves. apple, apple shop. Shop. i love a good pork chop i think it's underrated i don't think it gets you its due. you
1: wrap you wrap a thick pork chop <gasps> with bacon Oh, Fry I'm gonna it? give you that, Coach. I'm gonna give you that. I think it doesn't get its due. And it's it's. I, it, I love a stuffed pork chop. Oh, I, I love them.
0: If you go out yeah. and get a nice, good, like really, where, where well do done you get
1: pork chop? Like uh Cap City Diner is where I've had where the, really the, good unbelievable the pork,
0: one. Like I order it the there. Bone every time. in, yeah, yes. The bone in yep. the pork oh,
1: yeah.
0: and it's just simply grilled. Usually, it's not doesn't have a bunch of stuff on it. And oh,
1: it's. Really I've never good. tried grilling them myself. Oh.
0: You just—I'm I'm, going to tell you—the simplest thing with it is you don't overseason it. Put the barbecue sauce, stick it in the trash. Just butter and salt and pepper. So yeah, Simple. cook it like a steak, and then you just flip it, and it's like you—yeah, you, oh, it's—it's it's really good. You—you you would really enjoy it. Nice. Pork, I'm so hungry right now; I could eat my arm. All it was right. so good. Poor coach. Pork All right,
1: maestro. What do you got? Three. I got three underrated things. All right, you ready? Here we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. The color the color yellow. Underrated. No, <laughs> oh, nobody
2: appropriately rated. Nobody, nobody would ever pick yellow as their favorite color. But what is that's the true. world without yellow? It's oh, your, it's your God, accent. Damn, All
1: right,
0: that's it's so, that's so beautiful the way you said it. I can't, It's I your can't safety
2: it. color. It's your accent color. Damn, you need yellow. Worst color for a
0: car, though. You gotta, you
1: gotta agree with me on that. For, for yeah. sure. All right, or a house, unless or. it's a cab. Uh, you, you oh. find yeah, <laughs> all right color I mean, yellow it's, yellow. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an old school uber
2: all right so yeah. m- much in line with the pork chop
0: yeah 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 is a oh. fresh pear or oh, pear if we're talking about yes. fruit i do like fresh pears a fresh pear
1: there the, so the window of opportunity is, is slim
0: it's it not is. even a day it's like a half a right? day right? I think but it's if an you hour. hit it whoa, whoa. so good fresh, right?
2: but if you it's miss not, it oh it's not a fruit that you you find. It's got to find you. You're not looking for it. It's ugly. It's weird shaped. It's not yeah, a good color. It
1: is
0: yeah.
2: But man, if you get a good. Oh, color, all right. oh, all
0: right. That's a good one. Two solid ones, Maestro. All, right. all right, two for two. strong. All right. all right, you guys ready for the last one?
2: I think I am. It's this is a big one. It's deep. Oh God, deep. here we go. Deep. Cat. Are you ready? Underrated. Crew Stadium. Silence. <laughs>
1: Hello, silence, mind I've come to talk to you again. All right. I, I, we'll, we'll give it to you. That's just the grouchy man's credo. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy the <laughs> sound. is just underrated. Baseball, going to go on strike. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> All right. Those are good ones. Right. I think you're right, though, Meister. I think you're right. All right. Here we go. I got three quick ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, number one, underrated. Yeah. John C. Riley. Oh, yeah. Actor John C. Riley. Yeah, I is. I just realized, and this will come up a little bit, but I cellophane. everything he's been in, with the exception of that Holmes and Watson comedy. Well, that was, a term, was that was a dog. That was so bad. And he was good in that. The, the this, but I'm he's the good in cellophane. everything. And he's, in, he's he's comedic. He's in all those Paul Thomas Anderson films, like make playing really weird characters. I, I think like. This is a guy that, like, every time he shows up, I'm glad to see him, and I know he's going to do a great job.
0: Have you Have you guys checked out? He's in that Showtime where he's
1: Jerry. Not. He's not is he Jerry West? No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, this I'll, I'll tell you about it in a minute, Coach. When we get oh, to Rex. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Sorry. Got to edit it. All right, no problem. All right, that's number one. Number two. Yeah. Under yeah. Underrated. Okay. When you order a Reuben sandwich, get potato chips instead of fries. Oh, it always I'm you right now. Oh, i People think chips. People think no. chips are like the poor man's fry. No, listen. The Reuben is so starchy, and yes. that you want this nice little crisp side, and and that's it's the better choice.
0: I a thousand. I, I'm I'm I way agree, down on fries right now.
1: Like fries are low on my with, list. It usually comes
0: with potato
2: chips. I always thought, but maybe not. I
1: don't know that in my places here in Westbrook, they're always like, "Do you want fries with that?" And I'll be like, "Can I get chips?" And they're like, "Sure, yeah, we'll dig them out. <laughs> we'll dig them out." That's a good one. Last (laughs) one. Yes. Never. I'm just not going to do it. You guys. Damn it. This this isn't the right show. I'll do it on a different. Damn it. James Agee (laughs) wrote a novel in 1913 called Death in the Family that remains, I believe, the greatest piece of American writing ever. And nobody really knows about it. People know about it who are are deep English majors. But uh, just the, the introduction to that is some of the most beautiful prose I've ever written. And I'm just like, this guy, I can't even. I can't even. He's that death good. in the family. It is not an easy read. It is. That's not, what I was going to ask. What's a fun read? You can get through it, but it's the writing is. Any anybody's like Americans can't write. I'm just. I would just give them that book and say, "Fuck you, USA. Go, go, go." Jeff Agee, James Agee, James Eric. Agee, yeah, James Agee. I can't wait for our overrated episode, so I can talk about Shabon. Oh Chabon! my God, Shabon.
2: Chabon. Chabon. You know, he what, listens to the show. He does. You know what's funny? You you mentioned John C. Riley In one of the movies he did, uh, I think it's uh, Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a classic sort of underrated movie, too. Underrated
1: comedy, yeah. 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 Because he was right kind of at the beginning. He hadn't quite... I don't think he had done Talladega Nights yet, and I think that like raised his comedic profile a lot. The Walk Hard? Talladega Nights with Will Oh, no, Talladega Nights, yes. Do you want to know what else? He's in... Days of Thunder. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: he's the best. In, he's the best. So he's in of Days that. of Thunder. And Titanic
0: What are the odds?
1: Underrated. All right, what? coach. That was a great, great little topic. That gave us a good uh, 40 minutes of things to chit chat about. Let's skip right to locks. Locks, locks. locks. locks of the week. <laughs> All right. Just got one game NCAA hoops game. I gave you guys a link to Odd Shark.
2: Yep. 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 You did. You did. You did. You did. Who gets to go first? I guess I'm I'm up,
0: right?
1: Coach uh Maestro, you're in first place right now as it sp- as it stands. So I'm gonna have to go to coach, then me, then you. Coach, what do you got? All
0: right, I'm I'm gonna pick uh the U versus Boston College, and I believe it is the U minus help me out seven here. Seven and a half. Seven and a half, right? Yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm gonna take the
1: U minus seven and a half. Um I'm giving the points. All you right, 7.5. Coach says lock it in. Uh, I'll tell you what. I, lock. First of all, hams, very underrated beer, super easy drinking. Nice job there, Coach, bringing <laughs> well done, hams, hams into our worldview here. Uh, I, I believe uh, in my team. So I'm saying the Ohio Bobcats will beat wow. Ball State by 8.5. Maestro. Go, Cats.
2: Nice. I'm going to stay in the Mac. I'm going to just stick with Kent. They've won, what, 13 in a row? Ooh. They're going to win 14 in a
1: row and beat Miami. They, they're uh, minus Ooh, seven. I like that one a lot, too. Miami can shoot. They just If they get hot, I could see that, that line. So those are your locks of the week. Scores and yeah. Score and the point score. And on picks right now, Maestro okay. is two out of three. Thanks to his extensive knowledge of women's monobob in the Winter Olympics. That seems monobob. so long ago. It feels like it didn't even happen. This is a, we're getting the rust off in this show. Next week's show going to be great, everybody. It's going to be toy. Oh, it's going to be like talking. S- slide right through basketball. it. Basketball. It's going to be great. All right. Uh, hopefully co- great. Coach isn't in trouble. We were supposed to. He, he was supposed to. He had to be home by 9.50, and it's already 10.07. <laughs> He's in big trouble. We're already knee deep, baby. Let's go. It's, all right. Let's it's close this out here. Uh, first of all, we have this segment where we like to get stuff off our chest, or we call that a rant, or uh, clean up something we might have gotten wrong. We call that a correction, or maybe recommend something, and we call that a recommendation. And the whole segment is called Rants and Corrections. Recommendations. Working well. Season five. Still doing that open mic style. I've got me, I got Meister on there. Meister, why don't you go first? What do you got? You got a rant? You got a wreck? I do. I you know what?
2: It's actually none of those. It's it's an apology. Oh. But I guess it could be a correction. It's an apology. It's an apology to loyal listener, Jamie. I don't know if he's gonna be listening this week or not. But we uh we ran into him and some other neighbors uh at the tool show for the pregame tool show at a, at, at at the R bar. And you know, Jamie's super friendly guy. Uh, great to talk to. And he flat out asked me how I was doing. And I drew a blank. I was like, I had nothing to say. I couldn't even talk about the weather. I was so socially inept. (laughs) I felt, I've been thinking about it ever since. How I sucked. I was like,
0: I I had nothing. I was like, "Ah, not much. You pulled the not much. It was
2: pathetic. Totally. I, it was pathetic, and I I want to apologize to Jamie. I be explains. Better next like, time. I got
1: a text from him. He's like, "What's going on with Maestro?" So what happened? And you can describe that. He and I worried. said, "Well, you know, he did have cancer," and he went, "Oh, okay." Yeah, he started to go find me okay. for you. So Even
2: talking it. about cancer would have been <laughs> better than
1: not cancer. Much.
0: No more. I have cancer. <laughs> Do you have it? I'm cancer free, man. Now, no, but
1: I did. Oh, it's a topic. Nothing. So that I'll that's, tell you what, though, Meister. I think that's time. happening a lot. This is like we are pandemic coming to an end. Everybody's like, we're going out, and then you're like, how do I talk to people? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I dropped the ball there, so better next yeah, time, Jamie. I didn't Jamie, see I either of
1: you guys there at, at the tool, show. At I was, the tool I, show. I was backstage for yeah, you know, before and after, but. With the tools. With the, with the various tools, sharpeners and whatnot. <laughs> At the there's tool court, show, they were sort cordless, right cordless. All right. With Cordless Drill, he's just like, hey, need me to tighten that up for you. Okay, so this is going to be a long show. But I'm going to do uh, – I have a recommendation. This is a rare BMOC recommendation after one episode. How many times have you wanted to recommend a show after one episode? You're like, I'm going to – I better well, – Oh, I have. Yeah, I did. Right? And then it like turns bad. No, you just, but coach, you, you brought just it up it. earlier. Winning time it. on HBO Max: the Story of the Lakers in the '80s. I watched the first episode and I loved it. It was great. It starts John C. Riley's not Jerry West. He's Doctor Buss, the guy who buys the Lakers from Jack oh, Kent yes, yes. But it's like at this interesting moment in time. It's 1979. The NBA is doing really poorly, and and Magic and Bird are coming into the league. And Maestro, you'll like it just for how it's shot because it's. It's like really gritty seventies. Like when when there's a scene where they're talking to somebody who's like thinks in the old way about basketball. It's shot like an eight millimeter almost. And then like when somebody is like forward thinking, they switch to like an eighties VHS style. I mean, it's just all over the map, but it works somehow. And uh, nice. and so I I love it. I watch it. I'm like I want to watch them all. I'm like oh wait they're releasing one a week. God damn you HBO.
2: Oh I want to binge it.
1: It made me like All right, I'm check basketball out. a little, right? I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot how compelling mm-hmm. it could be. The stories, yes. That's right. Do you guys, do you want me to ruin the show by uh, telling you a very long BMOC cautionary tale that will probably get cut? Is it no, about the no. underdog theme song? BMOC cautionary oh, tales I, are I, I, don't, it I, about th- I haven't heard enough about that. Wait, is it about the Corps? <laughs> And it turned it gray, just like Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> and that's my cautionary not. tale.
0: <laughs> so you're basically oh, saying. I had a feeling you were that, going that there. Ben Roethlisberger is going deaf.
1: <laughs> I just want to be clear. I didn't actually put the cream here. on my penis. I wanted to make a joke about Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Correct. No, I, I get it. I get it. I think you really. But I mean, you might, might, might as well. I was going to put it on my knee, and then I read about it, and it's like, don't. Don't do that. So I didn't. Don't it says. Don't put it on your knee. And and it's yeah. not that type so of story. Other people had that same kind of thought. Yeah. Okay. It seems like a great idea. I would have done it first. That's going to have to come out. But damn, yeah. that was a fun bit. That was funny. We should save that, that for the
0: uh, the special uncut version of this, <laughs> That's which right. might be the episode tomorrow.
1: <laughs> By wrapping up. Two minutes making a return three of us 20 seconds each two takes each that's 120 seconds also known as two that's minutes two minutes doing alright coach you can you take a nap and come back yeah, yeah. sounds like you're yawning
0: I will I'm ready. let's go let's, let's
1: go alright let's do this quickly before coach falls asleep we're gonna go maestro coach then me maestro are you ready your two minute drill let's starts do it. now
2: all right, Carson Wentz. He only spent one year at India. Now he's heading over to the Commanders. It's commanders, commanders, right? Commanders. The D.C. team. I don't know. They probably traded him for a bunch of weird picks and whatnot. But, uh, hey, you know what? Is he an overrated quarterback or an underrated quarterback? Based on our discussion hmm. today, I would say overrated. Carson Wentz.
1: There's something about DC that time. that makes sense. Like, it's not going to work out for either of them, and they deserve each other. They do. Cool. Coach. That's
0: right. Okay so funny that you brought up the Lakers from when they were good um, right now the Lakers with LeBron James like I don't know if they're like dead in the water or they're playing Possum because I, I, I they're a mess but it's LeBron James so I'm thinking so I'm thinking maybe he'll figure it out in the playoffs he just is not interested but they are so bad like they're out of the playoffs right now I don't even think they're in the play game and it this just seems so weird. Which it made me think. It does seem weird. It's just, it, it, like all of weird. these big names are leaving sports like Brady and, um, you know, uh, it, it, it is LeBron on the way? I don't know if he's on the way up, but this is, this is a, this is a situation that he can't get out of easily and they suck. And do they suck or I, I he is really, I think he's, he's tarnishing his legacy a little bit. This could
2: be a whole yeah. topic, but, I mean, like people—he's yeah. like falling on the court.
1: He's not playing defense. He's horrible shooting. Like I don't know what's. Well, going. I, I think like you know they're bad. These teams are like LeBron. Whatever you want, who do we need to bring in? And then he says, guys, his age or older, like, and they—they've just—they've gone over the hump for that to work. And he—he he does not like young talent, and that's what he man. needs around him if he wants to continue to succeed. That was cogent basketball analysis. That was really venous. good. Well done. Well done. Well done. Damn time. Great time. time. So, all right, you heard it uh, earlier. F1, uh, super excited documentary starts uh, this weekend, March 11th, but Kevin Magnuson is back driving for Haas. If you guys remember in the episode, Gunther's choice, oh. when they were like, who's he going to fire? Is he going to fire Grosjean who always crashes or Magnuson? And then he fired them both. Uh, What happened was they had a Russian driver and they fired him because, boo, Russia. And so Magnussen is back in F1 and uh, he is sporting a sweet BMOC haircut. All right, Chelsea. I'm (laughs) jumping over to EPL
2: because I've been watching a lot of EPL. I'm not a huge Chelsea fan, but uh, you may may or may not know that that the Chelsea team is owned by one of those Mm -hmm. Russian oligarchs. His name is Ooh, Roman Abramovich. 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 But anyway, he
1: Abramovich. is quickly
2: trying to sell the team for a bunch of reasons. I don't know why, but uh, anyway, Chelsea is for sale. I figure we could probably get get our bank accounts together and pull two and a half
1: billion now together and get and the team. Billion. What do you think? Yeah, he wants to liquefy that money and get it billion. somewhere where it can't get frozen. Chelsea.
2: Yeah.
1: FC Chelsea. Chelsea. You pick Chelsea? The Nobody
2: Lions.
1: Well, they're Tyler's team, that's why. All right. Coach, what do um, you got?
0: Why. Coach, what do you got? Uh well, I mean it's this is gonna be very old news by the time it hits hits uh, tomorrow morning, but like Russell Wilson going to the Denver Broncos, um I don't I don't I don't know how I uh how I feel about that. I, I think I think it's going to be very, very, very good. I think Denver with him and their defense, um I'm I think they're the front runner in, in that division oh. even. I think they 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 jump. Really? I think they are. I their defense is really good and, and having him there and a happy Russell Wilson and they've got a decent line and some good young receivers. I think I think
1: they're gonna be I, really like, really it good. It has it has Peyton Manning at Denver written all over it. it to does. Me, you know, it and has Wilson's gonna like, have a little chip on his shoulder. Yes. So like I I know that's it's way
0: too early, and I'm not the only one saying that, but I saw that. I was like, I think that's a really, really, really – because there were talk about maybe Wilson going to the Steelers, and I said that might
1: work, but I think this is really going to work. Look, Carson Wentz is garbage. So if garbage is overrated, he's overrated. That's what I have to say about him.
0: (laughs) It really is. All
1: right, time. Time. Time! It's me. Oh, it's me. Great. BMOC, what's Here's your, thing, what's your second I'm like, one. I'm yeah, in the middle of a big project shows. now. And like this week and really last week were the writing weeks and uh like lots and lots uh just hours kind of being in in like tough topic I'm writing about and I'm just like I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. And so like today I'm like, all right, I, I pace around when I'm thinking. And then uh, there was some root beer in the house because uh, the kids were home for a couple of days. And so I poured a root beer with ice and then I was about to drink it. And I'm like, it's 10 in the morning. Why am I drinking a root beer? And then I was like, all right, if I go in and I finish this script I'm working on, then I can come out and have the root beer. Right. That's called uh, incentivizing. Yourself, yeah. yeah. Right? You earn it. Yeah. But it took so goddamn long to finish the script. When I went out, all the ice had melted. And. Oh. Fucking ice melted in a root beer like there's no coming back for you, you can't add more ice it's already the damage is done it's flat it's Fucking yucky, life watery. man it's fucking life <laughs> ice melted in a root beer because it took you too goddamn long why didn't you stick it in the freezer should have stuck it in the yeah. freezer I just don't have a guy I need a guy like Meister around just to tell me stuff like that I would have told you not put
0: the ice in I think that was a big mistake Big mistake. Well,
1: I put it in like thinking I'm gonna drink this right now. I'm gonna walk around the and house. You finish it, drinking it, and you instead I was it. like, "This is ridiculous. Who drinks a root beer at ten in the morning? That's not six. You do,
2: yeah, but you you incentivize as you go. So what you do is yeah. you're like it's gonna be sitting there. You write a cup. You go write a, a, a paragraph.
1: I should have put a root beer with ice when we started the show. Would have been done in thirty minutes for sure. <laughs> All right, this was a rough one, everybody. We're going to put it out of our misery with a sweet maestro riff, Coach. You got anything else you need to say?
0: No, I think I've said
1: too much. I'll tell you what, Coach. I I know this was a bad yeah. migraine because you're 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 maybe at seventy five percent tonight. I'm going to give you a solid C for Seventy five percent is it would be way higher, maybe twenty-eight. But rest up because our March Madness episode is going to be huge. We've got Dick Vitale coming on, Jim Valvano coming on via oh. Medium. That's going to be interesting. Oh. Who's this? Christian Leitner? He's on the show next week. All right. Christian Leitner's going to be on. Mike Szasewski. Apparently, he's got time. He wants to actually join the show. I'm like, I'll tell you what. We'll bring you on. He's got nothing better. We'll bring you on for a segment. How about that? Just a second. And then, of course, Ohio Bobcat, great Patrick Flomo. Okay. Maestro, that being all the sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way, on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the Maestro, Keeper on the big man on campus saying good times, everybody. Good times.